Well, the transport sector is at all-time highs. So what opportunities are there for investors like you? Uma Patrakin is with me, investment strategy analyst, ESG lead, Center Square Investment Management. Uma, thanks for being here. We talk about the economic recovery, and we're seeing it. Many retailers have to build up the inventory again. It's tough to get back to something a little more normal, but it's all really critical, isn't it? Yes, great to be back here, Nicole, and, and absolutely very critical. Retailers today are running at inventory levels. They're about 14% lower than where they have been historically over the last five years because we're continuing to see supply chain disruptions, right? And so as, as they try to build those up, it's absolutely crucial to look at those inventory levels here. Okay, so when we look at the buildup that we, we're waiting on, and the shifts that need to happen, what are you seeing as far as leasing demand and location and, and what's important most for retailers? Great question. And that's something that we talk to our clients about on a regular basis, because one of the most incremental things that has come out of this pandemic has been e-commerce and the impact of how real estate is really enabling this massive transformation that we're seeing in the way that we're consuming, right? And so we are really focused on opportunities for investors um, in, in industrial portfolios that are located close to the consumer bases. Um, if we think about companies like Rexford, for example, um, anecdotally, when you when you talk about leasing, they they were able to sign leases with consumers and their retailer tenants 95% higher compared to their prior leases. And that's because market rents for those really great located last mile and fill industrial assets are increasing double digits on an annual basis. Ah, okay. So then where do you see the winners in the space when you're trying, you talk about inventory, it means more industrial real estate and people are trying to make some investments here as well. So as we get closer to it all, and the future trends, now what? Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, this is really creating a massive step change in the way that we're seeing demand come through for industrial warehouses, right? So just a five to 10% inventory buildup, which retailers are trying to do now to make their supply chains more resilient, right? We started with disruptions going back now, it seems like forever ago, but the, the trade war with China, and that's where it started and now has you know continued through COVID, through things like disruptions with the Suez Canal, that's creating some, some wake-up calls for retailers that need to be able to create their supply chains that are very resilient to these types of shocks. And, and we're going to expect to see up to 115 million square feet of additional industrial real estate demand coming from just this inventory buildup on an annual basis. And so as, our, as, as investors, we're really focused on um, real estate companies that have the development platforms that can pull a lot of this demand and, and, and incorporate that into the way that they're looking at their portfolios. Um, companies like Duke, for example, a great example of a company with a really great you know, development platform that can satisfy a lot of this demand that's really coming through um, for this property type. Yeah, I know. I saw some REITs to highlight that you sent us, and I'm so glad you mentioned Duke, right? D-R-E, um, some of the others, First Industrial and Rexford. Tell me about those. 
Absolutely. Like I mentioned, Rexford is absolutely focused on last mile industrial. They are exclusively in Southern California, a huge consumer base, right? And so they are seeing a lot of that demand for retailers that are trying to be as close to their consumer as possible. Duke, like I mentioned, has a really fantastic development platform. Same with First Industrial. These are all really great companies that have the top-notch types of industrial real estate that's really going to enable this e-commerce transformation that we're seeing happening today. And then when what's the final takeaway here when we look at what's going on? I mean, when, when the fundamentals certainly seem to be improving like they are, I mean, I don't know what kind of risks there are, but it seems that the big picture is good news. Absolutely. You know, and with industrial, the news is so good that our clients tend to ask us, this is the question, right? What could possibly be go, you know, what could possibly go wrong? And in the, the, the matter of the fact is really, Nicole, that we are seeing really, really great fundamentals. Um, if you think about the way that supply chains are being built out here and think about Amazon, for example, as a leader in the space, it's taken them a decade to build out their supply chain to bring them to where they are today, right? And so as we see other retailers play catch up to them, we're going to see decades of runway ahead for this really incredible demand that's coming through, especially for the best located assets that are closest to the consumer bases. So as we think about risks that are really out there, there's there's really not that many holes to be able to poke in this industrial story. And that's something that we talk to our clients about on a, on a fairly regular basis, because this is one of our core thematics that we, we do look at in terms of where we think real estate of the future is going and, and the impact of real estate and industrial real estate, specifically as we think about the immersion of e-commerce really becoming a bigger part of how we consume. Right. Uma, thank you so much. It's great to have you on the show today. Uma Puterkina. Thank you. Investment Strategy Analyst, ESG Lead, Center Square Investment Manager. Thank you.